Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. We are so excited to have an amazing superstar just a ray of sunshine with us here today, Miss Amanda Owen. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Amanda. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited. Thank you all for having me on today. Well, we are just so grateful for you to be here. And there just aren't enough accolades to describe Amanda, but she does so many amazing things besides just being an amazing person and just has so many gifts that she is literally pouring out into the world. And she has her own podcast called Fuel Your Purpose. It's amazing. She started piece, uh, Puzzle Pieces, which we'll talk a little bit about. It's an amazing nonprofit that does so much amazing work in our community. And you can learn so much from that. It's coming up on their 10-year anniversary next year. Incredible. And just, uh, gosh, you just you are such a contributor to life. So tell us a little bit about your podcast, your nonprofit, and just what all you do. And then we'll get into um, how you've grown through that. So I'll try to give you the elevator pitch um, in reference to all the different pockets, right? So I think that there's a lot of things um, in reflection of that I have found my purpose along the way. And I thought that for the longest time, that was being a teacher with, um, for individuals with special needs um, due to my brother having a disability as well. And so I left my career to start a nonprofit And I thought that was my purpose and it still is, but what I've learned along this way and how I've kind of come to the podcast world is that I'm very fulfilled and my purpose is to impact others and their journey, no matter what that looks like for them. And so that's kind of where Fuel Your Purpose came from for the podcast in a sense that a lot of people were reaching out like, how do you start a nonprofit or how do I impact my child with a disability? Or, you know, I was a softball star back in the day. So it might've been for softball lessons, all these things, (laughs) all of these things. I was just like, oh my gosh, I just love embracing people's journey and bringing them Mm. along mine. It's not like, Hey, I have this figured out because I don't, but there's power in understanding that people get fueled by their purpose when they're aligned to their purpose. And I just want to be along. That fuels me, right? And so I think that it was like, hey, let's come together and let's talk about be vulnerable along the process because it's not it's not easy. Mm. And so, yeah, that's kind of how the podcast started and how I do my pot and my nonprofit, all of those things. It's been crazy. That's amazing. Now, how long have you had your podcast going for? So we launched, you know, I don't know if you're supposed to still count 2020. I always call it BC, like before COVID. <laughs> um, so I don't know that I love it. count 2020, but 
Um, it's been a little right at a year that I launched um, Feel Your Purpose. And mm. honestly, I think in that process is I was really figuring things out. Like, I think sometimes we do things scared, which I think is really, really important. That's what I, I, yeah. I, I coach a lot on mm. is do it scared. And you don't have to have all the, the boxes checked before you start, right? You yes, just have to yes. start. And so I started and then I started to align. Like I feel just now, like since season three's launched, like I'm just now in my jam of understanding it mm. and being really true aligned with who I am and, and the message I want to, I want to put out there. So although it's been a while, I feel like I'm just now getting to the point where I, I kind of have figured some things out. Right. Mm. Tell me, about, I would love for you to share with our, our listeners a little bit more about well, two aspects that really stand out to me. One is that it's very obvious, obvious that you are a cheerleader for people and just someone who cheers people on and, and collaborates well. So would you share a little bit about what that experience has been for you? Because for so many women, there's a lot of competition that comes up rather than cheering each other on and collaborating. And it seems like you do a really beautiful job with that. And even just what MK has, has shared with me about who you are and the way that you, you know, live out your, your purpose. Would you share a little bit about that? And then I would love for us to circle back around this idea of doing it scared, because yeah. that's a really big thing for a lot of people. So first with the collaboration versus competition. So uh, compare and compete. It's my, it's the thing that I talk about the most, I think. And honestly, the reason why I feel as though that this is huge for me to feel into other women is because I was 28 years old whenever I started my nonprofit and I had this idea and I didn't really, I, I, I used to say I was just a teacher, but it's not, I was just a teacher. Mm. Like there was something underlining about me that I wanted more, but I wanted more for other people. And so what happened is I had so many doors shut and people not cheering me on and people not embracing me along the journey to lock yeah. arms and say, let's figure this out. I, they saw me as a young woman who was not a professional yeah. and trying to go into a professional space um, of a leader and, and really try to make an impact. And so I think I, I kind of belittled my journey a little bit. And, and I kept saying, I'm just a teacher because I thought that's what people viewed me as like, you're, you're never going to make it. And so through that, uh, that blow, I guess, um, along the way, and, and I'll even go back even deeper of reflecting a lot lately, um, is, I was a softball player and I was in sports and I was really good at it. But through my high school years, I was bullied. I was bullied um, because I was good at something. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, what do I do naturally? I now naturally, I don't want to share what I'm good at. I don't want to share that with people because I'm very fearful of being bullied or what people are going to think because you're not really supposed to flaunt your, you know, like, does it come off cocky? Does it come off confident? And so women struggle with what is considered confident versus cocky when really from afar, I think all women are looking and being like, I kind of want to be like her, but I'm going to sit back and not think about that. Like, I'm not going to share mm -hmm. that. I want to be like her. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, yes. And so I realized that, yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted to show up for women differently than women showed up for me. And I think that's really what's fueled why I want to do what I do, because we're only stronger together and we're only going to be women winning is going to take other people celebrating their wins. 
And that's the only way that we're all going to be successful and and happy and fulfilled and and really make a mark in this world. Because I think we're just now the tip of the iceberg in reference to women empowerment within leadership or companies or, or those unchecking societal boxes that you have to be, you know, a stay at home mom that not to, I'm not blowing stay at home moms, please understand they're all amazing. I could never do it. But I think that we're still trying to uncheck some societal boxes in reference to how women should be um, and what we shouldn't do for one another. Um, I, I don't know. So that's a, it's a big tangent of mine. Sorry. You got me. Oh, so I love it. Now, it's, like, so, it's, it's so beautiful to witness because you are so competitive by nature. You've been in that, that softball world and you were so good at it and you're a fighter and you're not going to quit. And to see that you channel the positive of competition and you, and you take back what's not positive, right? That we're not here to compete, but that, you know, maybe, maybe Susie's role is to be a stay-at-home mom and to be the best stay-at-home mom that she can be. And maybe Amanda's role is to go start this nonprofit. And Maria MK's role is, is to do their podcast and launch their company, West of Perfection. And that we all have a different purpose, but you do that so beautifully in pouring into other people and saying, what's your purpose? Because your purpose isn't mine and I'm going to be here to cheer you along. And, and just the example you set fuels my purpose because it's so inspiring. And it's just, so you do that. Can we tell, you know, share with our listeners how you can, like, this is an example, women and men of how you can be competitive and take the good. Cause it's not bad to be competitive. It makes us like a fighter. It gives us so many good things, but can we take the good, take the gold and leave the dirt as Marie always says, that's one of my favorite quotes. She always says, take the gold and leave the dirt. But sometimes we take it too far, right? Like everything in balance. So it's so good. Let's go back. And I really do want to dig into what you were talking about, Maria, how, how you said to do it scared, because that's I think so that's powerful. Powerful. <laughs> it's so powerful and nobody knows anything when they first start. Right. And just mm-hmm. diving into just that, do it scared. Right. I think, I think in order to do, you know, my mantra back in the day was fake it till you make it. And then I listened or I read, um, or I listened cause I do audio books, but, um, uh, uh, oh, Hollis, Rachel Hollis's book. And she was like, oh, fake it till you make it. That mantra is such, um, like, it's not good. And I'm like, why, why would that not be good? Like I'm, I'm figuring it out. So what I realized is I had to have some bones to me. Like I had to have some skill sets to be able to even, you know, the, the fake part. Right. But I was, I was undermining my own self to say, like, I was kind of faking who I was, but I really wasn't right. That was my excuse. And so I say now, like, do it all scared because it's going to be, I I think we tend to not take action. People in general tend to not take action until we have it all figured out. But in reality, you're never going to have it all figured out, nor should you, or look at all these great ideas or these, these big things that have happened in our world. I'm sure when they started out, they didn't have it all figured out. Right. But I think it goes kind of back to that compare and compete a little bit too, of people comparing my journey to maybe their chapter first starting and being like, well, she has it all figured out now. She probably had it all figured out then. And that's really not the case. Mm -hmm. And so I think we, we get in our own heads of our self-limiting beliefs in the sense of, I have to, I don't want to look like a fool. It's out of fear of loss. I don't want to, I don't want to show up and look stupid or I, or we look at failure. Like if I start now and I don't have it figured out, well, I'm going to fail. And really that's what makes you strong. Like that's what I realized is 
failure is really like, it's how we view it. Right. So there's growth within that. And I think that's what really motivates me to do stuff before I have it all figured out, because I'm going to learn even more than if I did think I had it figured out. Does that make sense? So um, I always, I heard I'm a big, like I'm a content junkie. Like I dive into content all the time, whether it's a podcast or a book, but I was listening to Mel Robbins the other day and she was like, people tend to fly the plane. Like I fly the plane as I build it. That is 100% everything I've ever done. And sometimes I realize like, I feel like 10 years into building my nonprofit when I did it scared at 28 years old with a three-year-old at home, um, you know, and not knowing the security of what my next paycheck, I was aligning to my purpose. I was really fulfilling what made me happy. And I think that we're so scared to make, to feel like, uh, how do I want to say it? Like, we're so scared to be happy. Because what if we do it and we do it scared and then maybe that's not what makes us happy, but we won't know unless we take the steps, right? Oh, you're getting me on a whole nother thing again. Sorry. I, I get I love so it. fueled by all of this. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's so, so good. good. It's just like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Amazing. Well, let's hop into about puzzle pieces. Would you share with our audience what got started with you with that? It's such a beautiful, such a beautiful story. And so beautiful that what you saw needed to happen the way that you brought it into fruition. I think I'm going to connect it. I, I can't connect it back. I am going to connect it back to everything that we're talking about actually right now mm-hmm. in the sense of I had a brother. Um, who, well, I have a brother who's 40. He's older than I am and he has a disability. That's why I became a special education teacher. I wanted to be the teacher that he didn't have in school. And so when I realized being a teacher that all these families were just like my family looking for what life was going to happen after school, I was on the search of like telling other people like, we got to figure this out. Like I I would go and pitch it to these people kind of already kind of similar doing some of the same work um, in the nonprofit space. I would go and be like, you need to start X, Y, and Z. And I did that for years. I was on the search and I would go show back up to parents and feel so disappointed that I don't know what life's going to look like after high school for your child with a disability. Like, I don't know what that looks like for my brother. And So then I started to figure out why am I searching for someone else to do this when it can be me? Like, why am I not putting my, 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 um, I don't know what that saying is like, why am I not thinking that I can do it? Right. Like we we have a quote we love that says what you search for and cannot find your call to create. Oh, that's me. 110%. Amanda Owen. So, you know, I I didn't really, again, I didn't know what it was. I wrote a hundred page business plan. I figured it all out through Google. And so part of the nonprofit, um, now 10 years into it, we serve almost 300 individuals with intellectual disabilities. And in doing that and making, I had to be a voice for people who are the most vulnerable and that don't have a voice for themselves. And really they're a minority within our own community and our own society. And so I had to build relationships with people to cast value into others, which again is my calling. And that's now why I like feel your purpose is such like I'm casting value into people. Um, so it's all kind of correlated together, which is the craziest thing ever. But yeah, our nonprofit is 
I, I never dreamed if somebody was to say, is this what you wish for? Like, is this what you dreamed about? And it really isn't. It's, it's far, it's far exceeded what my dreams or my possibilities of what I thought could happen. But again, when you line with your purpose and you do things scared and you find the right people and the right driving seat to help you build the plane and, and also will fly the plane with you, the possibilities are I mean, limitless, like it, it's absolutely insane. It's so good. And that's really what our podcast is about is that God's dreams over us are bigger than our own. If we just surrender it. And like you said, just step into it. Right. And I just, I just love that. And I love when you can, you know, you go along in your life and when you're 28, you don't know that you're going to be doing a podcast when you're 37. And then you see like God connects everything. And I just think, Again, we've talked about this before, but that we see our life oftentimes. And if you're in that space to our listeners where you just don't know what you're doing or if this matters, we see our, our life as the tapestry underneath. We see that all the knots and the mess and the crossovers, but God sees our life from the top of the, of the needle point or crosswork, right? He sees that tapestry all beautifully woven together. And so we don't know how it's going to come together, but this is just a great example of how you're seeing all the puzzle pieces, if you will, start to fit together. And just, it's just absolutely beautiful. I just love, love witnessing it. So if you could talk to yourself 10 years ago and you (laughs) did step into that purpose, but what advice would you give yourself now? from, from a decade ago? Ooh, uh, I get asked this question actually quite a bit. I think that I would tell myself to get out of my own way. Um, I think so many times I, I, I blocked my own self when other people were cheering. And one of the things in real time, and this is me being very vulnerable in real time right now. And what I realized still happen then is sometimes I need to, I'm not learning how to validate myself and I'm looking. And that was big in my very beginning of my journey of puzzle pieces is I I wasn't honoring the doors that were shutting and realizing that was God shutting those doors on purpose. Mm -hmm. But I looked at it as whether that was validating of whether I keep going or not. And so luckily, very very fortunately, I, I do have a strong um, faith and I, I, I was able to continue to with, with him alongside me of plugging forward. But I wish that I would have been as, um, I, I wish I would have done the work more for myself because I was so in the grind when you're starting something new, you get so in the grind of showing up and doing it. And I got to do this and I got to do that. And I was, I was in that, but I wasn't truly taking care of myself through self-development, not like self-care, but like self-development. So that way I could break down those self-limiting beliefs that I could be, I could figure out how to validate and cheer myself on instead of, um, doing that. And I think a lot of women do that. I think people in general do that even now with how we, we put, you know, podcasting or Facebook or these things that are, we, we put out into the world and people can quickly judge it or like it or follow it. And somebody can instantly be a star uh, overnight sensation. I think we tend to think that that's the validation we need of whether or not our, our stuff is good. And that's me ha- figuring that out in real time. And I'm going to connect it back to, um, 
sorry, I tend to reply a lot. These are fantastic. (laughs) You're so So, good. I recently, and I think this ties back to what I would tell my, my previous self as well, but in real time, I don't know that I don't typically share it a lot, but I wrote a children's book. Um, and a lot of that children's book, um, is about, teaching your, teaching the youth of how to be included to those with disabilities. And, mm. and I'm not done. Like we're, we're writing the second book already and we already plan for the third, but what's happened is I wrote the book. I've done the podcast and like, now, like I'm putting this content and I, I know that it's for a bigger purpose than just myself, but it feels so weird to sell it. It feels so weird to put it out there now that I've, I I have done it. Right. And sometimes it's even weird for me to talk to about puzzle pieces. Like now it's like a team of people that have to do it. Not, it's really not about me, but the other day I had gone the message at church when I was really into this, of this place of like, man, am I, am I missing something? Like I don't share it. I don't talk about it. Nothing. And the, the preacher at that point was saying, you know, God given has given us all very, a lot of gifts. And if you're not honoring his gift that he has provided for you in order to honor him and serve him and what he has as purpose for you, then you're missing something. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, you just struck me down uh, right here in this view because (laughs) he did give me these gifts to be Mm -hmm. able to have all of these tools to put out there for people Mm -hmm. to utilize. And I have got to stop making it about me of why I don't want to share it. Right. Mm -hmm. I got to share it for him because he's given me this gift to be able to even do it and understand how to do it. So yeah, if I could, I wish I could even tell my like previous self in what I'm telling myself (laughs) right now in real time. I love it. Oh my gosh. Amanda, you are amazing. I wish our audience could see just how excited your face is and how passionate (laughs) you are about it. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what you were talking about with the external validation, I know that that is something we can all relate to. And Kay and I've had many uh, conversations <laughs> surrounding that, that, you know, it's like, there's that desire to be encouraged by others at the same time. You can't depend on that because that may or may not be there. And honestly, a lot of times when you're in the beginning stages of something, or even when you're, you're doing well with it, there's a lot of people who are not excited for you. You know, it's because of jealousy, because of competition. So I guess there's kind of a twofold part to this is what were some of the things that you noticed that you were wanting for validation? Because again, I'm sure we can all relate to that. And then number two, how do you super practically? So for the the girl out there who she's, maybe she's starting her own business or, you know, starting a podcast or whatever it is, doing something where she's stepping out and she's scared to death and nobody's being encouraging to her. What would you say to her? How do you, how do you help that when there is a desire for external validation, but the reality is, you know, if you don't validate yourself and get that from God and from that internal, you know, work with yourself, what would you say to that person? I would say really redefine and align and know your why, know why you did it or wanted to do it in the first place and let that be the steps and and circling back. It's always should circle back to your why. Mm -hmm. And I think that, so in nonprofit world, when you're starting a nonprofit, you're supposed to have a mission statement and every decision that you make um, to grow or to start something or to accept dollars, whatever that looks like, whatever project you're working on, 
as a nonprofit, you're supposed to settle back to, does that align with our mission statement of why we started in the first place? And I think so many times we as individuals, you know, I think it kind of goes back to core values, but all of that centers around the mission statement of what you're doing with your life of why you want to do what you're doing. Right. And so I think so many times we are looking for instantly, and I know I'm very guilty of this. Like this is me being hundred percent vulnerable in real time in a sense of, I think I'm crazy. Like, can I do this? Like, uh, I mean, what am I missing? What will people think of me? And it really doesn't matter because it truly, I can align it back to my core values. I can align it back to the person, how I want to show up not just for people. I think I tend to worry too much of how I show up for people and not how I show up for myself. So I think for those, those people that are starting or whatever, um, you know, they say to visualize the woman that you want to be and start acting and being that person right now in real time. And that's hard, right? That's really hard. Like, well, shoot, I don't have the skill set still to even be able to do that. But realizing life is a journey and, yeah, you have to know why you are wanting to do what you want to do and write it down, like journal about it, put it on paper. I think when you feel like you've kind of taken a detour. And I think one of the other things that I would say that is very insightful, and I had to give myself permission to change my mind. And I think a lot of times we, when we put something out there, um, we think that it has to be that because we've already shared it with people, right? But when you're truly aligning to your purpose and you're doing it for your why, you need, or you're going to need a change. You might need to change the position of what you're, what you stand for. You might need to change the position of where you were taking your business and now why you're regrouping. All of it matters. All of those stepping stones play a role in giving you the strengths to know how to change to better align with who you want to be. And so, yeah, I think that's, I would journal it and I would, I would center it back to the why. And I think that's why you've been able to, I mean, that speaks into exactly why you've been able to grow what you do. So, so massively because your why was powerful. And if you don't have a strong why you're not going to be able to keep going. So it's, and I just, I also love what you said about sharing your gifts and that God gave us those gifts to be used because it's actually selfish not to, right? And it's, it's like you said, it's not about us. And sometimes we worry about being cocky or arrogant, but it's, it's when we, when we point to the creator and we use our gifts and we step into it and just, it's, it's actually honoring him and honoring the gifts he gave us. So just so much goodness here today. And it's something you all don't know about this girl is she is freaking hilarious. I belly laugh every time I'm around you all. And so, you know, we'll have to bring you back and have like a comedy episode because she oh, would straight gosh. up do stand up. So, but are you crazy? Like, oh, I would call it, it's so funny to hear how people like view. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Oh way. my gosh. I just laugh at your emails. I just giggle. I get a big grin on my face. And I'm like, I tell my husband, I'm like, Amanda Owen is the funniest girl anyway, but we, it is, we love to ask all of our guests as we, as we think about this, and then we'll talk about how we can find you, but what would be your advice, just very practically speaking for how our listeners can water your grass this week? What's one thing, just one practical thing. Oh, 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 I'm on the spot. There you go. No pressure. You have, you have a thousand. It's going to go back to all the things that I've said, and I don't know that this is very practical, but I think this is what people miss. Um, 
you got to even know what waters your grass. Mm. I think you have to be able to identify what, because watering my personal grass might be different than the water you use on your grass. Right. So I think I, I spend so much time with women on the search for what their more is or why they want to level up or how do I not battle the compare and compete or my journey is different than your journey. I think you have to know what is your purpose and that is okay. And, and how you get fulfilled by that. So if I'm taking it literal by, you know, watering your own grass or you got to know what the water that, that enriches that for you. And it's okay. That it looks different than somebody else and try not to utilize. I think again, social media, all of this happens, right? Like, um, somebody was like, Hey, what does your morning look like? I'm like, I mean, just because there's a miracle morning does not mean that everybody is fueled <laughs> by their morning routine. And that's what makes you successful. Right. I think, again, we just, we're so trying to find that magic peel or that magic touch of like, well, what do they do? What does she do? How did she show up to do that? And I think it's important. We do find that by getting fueled by other people. We, we do find that we find our own clarity, right? But you, in the search of what other people are doing, you still have to identify the water that you want to use and what makes your water, what makes your grass greener, but not just growing. I think, so I'm going to really take into y'all's podcast title because I think it's really, really important is you also got to know, you know, like there's seasons. I'm not going to try to act like I am even know how to grow grass. Like, let's just be real. But it takes me back to my, our, our other friends podcast bloom. I think what happens is what are you trying to do to your grass? Are you trying to make it taller? Are you trying to make it thicker? Are you trying to make it greener? You got to know what you need and you got to know the source of what you need what that needs to do, what you're trying to make your grass do. Is that, does that make sense? Mm, so good. So good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so you're, I not feel like... throwing, you're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall yes. and seeing what sticks, yeah. right? You gotta know. Yes. Yeah. It goes back to that awareness. That. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so interesting how much people went to, you know, well, they did that. So I have to do that or this person, but the way that they did it, may be the exact opposite of what you need to do. Eunice, I love that you said that. Well, you have so much gold, Amanda. I feel like we could literally sit here for another hour and I just want to still continue asking you all the things. <laughs> so much wisdom. But can we go ahead and let us know how we can reach you? How can our listeners reach you? Where they can, where can they find you? Puzzle pieces. And we'll pop list. all of this in the show notes as well. Yes. We'll pop the link to your podcast, the link yeah. to puzzle pieces. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of places and that's because there's a lot of pieces to me. Right. (laughs) And I feel about all of them. So I do have a podcast. You can listen to how you're listening to this podcast on any of your favorite ones. Mm -hmm. It's called fuel your purpose by Amanda Owen. Um, so there's that I have a website called pieces of me.org. So I I write blogs, I write newspaper articles. Like I I feel like I have a voice and that I want to be able to share that, right? So um, I have Pieces of Me by Amanda on Instagram. I have Pieces of Me Facebook page. So yeah, the only thing that kind of changed about Pieces of Me was the Fuel Your Purpose podcast. 
um, because I'm aligning to my purpose, right? And all of these different pieces are, are mean something to me. Um, so yeah, I love to connect. I love, I just, I love all things life, right? Amazing. Well, she is just a treat and we are just so grateful to have <laughs> you here and we love to have you back and keep watching you grow and fueling your purpose and see how you're watering your grass. So we just thank you all so much for, be, for being with us this week. And we hope that you will take some of this great wisdom from Miss Amanda Owen and we will see you next week on Girl Body Your Bye.